Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey everyone, this is Dan Dunn. Before we get started today with the big show, I want to tell you about one of our fabulous sponsors, Hover.com. That's H-O-V-E-R. Hover is the domain management made simple. It's the easiest and quickest way to buy a domain name. You can do it in under five minutes. Hover takes all the hassle out of getting a domain. Just type in a few keywords you want in the search box and it'll tell you if it's available or not. And Hover has .coms or specific country codes or .nets, which we really love. Go with the .net. Everything's available on the .net. You want to know how great .net is? I have a .net, the imbiber.net. I've had it for years and I've moved it over to Hover.com because Hover.com is fantastic. They take care of all my needs. Well, not all my needs, most of my needs. And another big, big, big exciting thing about Hover is that they now offer Google Apps. That's right. You can add Google Apps to your domain. Basically, you get everything you already love about the full suite of Google's productivity apps. That's Gmail, Calendar, Drive, Docs, the whole package. You already love and trust Google Apps. And Gmail's 25 gigabytes of storage and collaborating with chat and file sharing. And here's the thing. Google's a huge company. So if you've got any questions or problems, issues you need resolved, you're going to get put on hold for a long time. That's the best part. You get everything you love about Google Apps, but with the outstanding support of Hover. Again, it's the best in the industry. They make it easy. It's a great solution for businesses. It's also great for families and groups who want the ability to share all kinds of stuff. If you're still not quite sure Google Apps is for you, we're offering a 30-day free trial to see what you think. And as if you need one more reason to check out Hover, we're offering a 10% discount. Go to Hover.com right now, enter discount code happy hour. That's one word, happy hour. Or you can just go to Hover.com slash happy hour. You're going to get 10% off because of our love of Hover.com and Hover.com's love of the Zane and Dunn show. So what are you waiting for? Go register that domain name now. It's happy hour. Happy holidays, everybody. We're, we're getting into the holiday spirit, and it's, it's not weird because Hanukkah is only like a few days away. Then you got Thanksgiving, and then you got Christmas after that, and then you got New Year's, and then people can take a breath. Can I just say I feel a little bit bad for Thanksgiving? Why? Because it's getting skipped over. We're already into Christmas. I know, I know, but... My wife is telling me to put up Christmas lights. You know what? It's crazy. Sing a Thanksgiving song. There's no... There's no there's That's the thing. point. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so we're in the holiday spirit, and we're... It's, I don't know if you've been to the, the store. So we have the drinkingmadeeasy.com store. Yeah, what the hell are you doing? You, like, slashed all the price... Did you let Steve decide how <laughs> what to sell things no, for? No, no, because... Okay, so Drinking Made Easy, it's, it's still airing on Access... But we have a lot of Drinking Made Easy merchandise that we're, you know, like we're getting, I guess we're, I guess we're liquidating. What, you got new stuff coming in? We, do have, we have some, yeah, we do have really? some new, yeah, we have that new, well, those Chug shirts, right? Okay, yeah. I got, so I have like pretty cool, I, I think they're very cool, and they're in the store right now too. So there's like the shirts that have like um, Zumvul and oh, Egeshegedra and Some of the Salute shirts you and, may see in the show. Exactly. Shirts that you'll see in Chug. And there's, they're not like Pleplius t-shirts. They're just like they, they're, and there's like the Zanely. There's the, that, and again, these are all references to to. It'll make a lot of sense in a couple months when you watch Chug. If you get a chance to watch Chug at some some point, hopefully everyone does. Um, you will. Uh, these will all make sense because these are the ways that you say cheers in these countries. And we've made up we made up fake beer company shirts and shirts that just have cheers in different languages. Anyway, it'll, it'll make sense. I'm still and, waiting for my Zoomful shirt. Just go to the that store. Awesome. Go to the store. Oh. So so there's no like coupon code or anything like that. We and, and it's not just on drinking made easy stuff. It's on like Pleplius gear and even the watch and all that kind of stuff. And it's like every I think if you spend twenty bucks, it's 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 twenty five twenty five it's twenty twenty five percent off. Did, did Steve do this math too? I don't remember. It made sense when you were drinking or and what? then if you spend a hundred bucks you give forty percent up, but you spend and at some point there's like this weird cro- drink crossover. If you spend It's over there. Oh thank you. Okay, thank you. Twenty five <laughs> oh spend twenty five bucks, get twenty percent off, and then a hundred bucks and get forty. But if you spend two hundred bucks, you get fifty percent off. Casey brought up the store page. <laughs> so if you buy something that you, you buy like two hundred, like if you buy two hundred dollars worth of stuff, like ten T-shirts, then it gets cut cut in half. So two hundred dollars. But 
But a lot of the things are already discounted. Like like a lot of the, the gear and the hats and stuff were like... Wait a K- minute. Casey, how much is a hat? Like they used to be like when they came out, they were 29 bucks, And then... And then, like, what's the price of, like, the, just like the beer hunter hat? What's the price of that one? He finds the... Uh, they're like fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. So if you spend a bunch of stuff, they end up being, like, seven fifty or six or 8 bucks. So you're giving a discount on a discounted item. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there. We, I mean, to be honest with you, we just got to move stuff. This is really confusing. Gotta, don't worry about it. Just, just go. Just go in there and just everything's pretty much... Everything's discounted. Everything's and then if you spend, discounted. yeah. So anyway, so go to drinkingmadeeasy.com and and then just like just buy stuff. Clean me out, clean me out. All right, Josh, I have a what I think is a uh, well. We have two guests on the show today, and I have to admit, okay, Dan is busy doing his his new show right now. Yeah, did he get famous and didn't tell us or I what? No, I don't know what Dan's <laughs> doing. And he's writing a book. And then I'm doing my show for Nat Geo. At this point, I can tell you the show is called. I don't know if I can tell you the name of the show. I haven't gotten permission, <laughs> and it's such a good gig. I don't want to screw it up. So it's a it's a new Nat Geo show. It is the it is the biggest budgeted series that Nat Geo's ever done, and it's amazing. Like I've told you a bunch of the stories. I'm excited, yeah. About it, yeah. So and I and I think I've shot like I don't know at this point like fifteen sixteen days on it. And then I have a, that that much left to do, and I'll be done. And then it comes out in March. So I'm literally on set like every day. So I I rush from set. It's already dark out. It's not. It's like Wednesday night, and and now we're at the office and um and rushed into do, do this because Dan didn't make it in to do a podcast. As soon as we're done, things will be like normal. And next week, I have a few days off. Dan and I are coming back in, and Dan Dunn and I are going to do some shows together. Does anyone else have a theory that? You and Dan are the same person, except for, yeah. Never he- like hear you guys. If the same I the same gargled time. with like nails, which and one's erased- Clark Kent? D- you? Dan- no, Dan's Clark Kent. <laughs> I'm Superman. If Dan Dunn talks like because if if you're like that's Batman, Batman. He is, yeah, he's got he is, Batman yeah, voice. Batman voice. You know the thing about like I don't know if he was if he was here he could probably do his voice, but yeah. all I know is his raspy. Dan Dunn. It hurts. I write to, books. <clears throat> it hurts to talk like Dan Dunn. <laughs> that's what. That's what. Like forty. I don't know how old he is. He fifty. It that's looks like, like 40. <laughs> that's what happens. When that's you what live Ford, Yeah, if you li- that's what it is. His book, Live and Loaded. If you live loaded like Dan, you're, the first thing to go is your voice. Probably It makes me feel bad because I'm almost thirty and I can't keep up with him. And he what, looks like he's fifty. And what? Every way. <laughs> he's forty. He looks fifty, and I'm thirty. And I can't can keep not, up with him. Well, he's you know he he's a man. He is he is a man among men. I don't know what that means. So anyway, uh, we have coming up. And by the way. Uh, Casey is now running the podcast, and we don't know um, if when, when Tyler was here before we, he was sent out to pasture. To uh, no, not to pasture, Wait, a better place. You put him no, to sleep? No, 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 no. He went to. He's just went to a farm. We had him. He went to a. I farm. know what that means. I found out. <laughs> you put him down. <laughs> no, he didn't. I like Tyler. <laughs> um, we um, we had a guest. Uh, we had t- uh, Dennis and Bruce Cakebread. Do you remember that? I do. And their name is Cake Bread. And Cake Bread sounds like the best kind of bread you could ever imagine. And in fact, it's... Um, Horrible? It's the, Yeah, it's the worst Terrible. kind of bread you could ever have. <laughs> um, so we don't know if we ran this interview. And then also Jordan Catabiano, uh, she was in here, very lovely. And, I, and we're, we're pretty sure that these are, are, were banked interviews and we have yet to, interview, to, have yet to air them. Ninety-five percent. Sure. That's, I mean, ninety-five is very That's high. A. a plus A. It's a it's a solid That's A. That's a solid A. Yeah, I'd be happy. If with I that. got a ninety-five, if I just if you went to Vegas and your odds were ninety-five percent, you're you're fine. I would. So this is either never before heard or it's a best stuff. Either it's way, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, so we're gonna go that to that in a second, um. And then when we come back, Josh, I have a little treat for you. I have, if you, as you see in front of you, I have several bottles of cognac. I think it's cognac? It, no. is, it is. We're going to drink some cognac. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, Dennis and Bruce Cake Bread. Come on back. We'll talk for a little bit. And then Jordan Catabiano coming up later in the show. Uh, in the meantime, while you're listening to this, unless you're, of course, driving, go to drinkingmadeeasy.com. Click on store. You have to click on the store button. And just clean me out. Clean me out. I paid good money for all this stuff. Clean it out. We're starting fresh. Well, you're the guest who makes it fun on Happy Hour with Zane and Dunn. 
They make cake cake bread. What is cake bread? It's a del- it's like the bread that tastes like cake. You could if you made a sandwich out of cake bread, it would be <laughs> amazing. Go ahead, Dennis. You want to tell him? So you know where the name came from? It's old. I'm um, Dennis Cake Bread, right? We have we have Dennis and Bruce Cake Bread. I didn't read any of this stuff, but you you guys brought wine. Is that to go with the cake bread that you brought? Right, right. So we because <laughs> yeah, we never so heard we that before. researched the name because everybody always always wants to know. Where of course, why did you guys call it cake bread? And we say, well, you know, that's the family name, and no one believes that. They think it's a made up name just to go with the wine, and I don't understand because it's like that two of my favorite things. Yeah, but um, so we trace it back. So it's an old English name. Trace it back to 12th century England. And so remember how the English started naming people after what they did, their profession, yeah. or what they lived next to, and so. What they live next to explains all the people named Wells and Gates and Streeter and Church and stuff and all the a Smith. The, Smith is someone. Yeah. And so okay. then your, about prof- your profession—that's <laughs> a German name. <laughs> well, but like, but like, if you if and then your profession <laughs> is tailor, Smith, shoemaker, baker, and How about so socks. We were we were figured we were so close to being named baker sellers, but our guy uh, must have specialized in this 12th century peasant bread called a cake bread. Uh, he didn't know any other. Is recipes. there really something called cake bread? Yeah, we have the recipe. Really? Yeah. Did you bring some? No. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so we brought wine. It we sounds like it, oh, okay. They did bring wine. So we made the recipe. What's fun is we hired a Harvard food historian. I'm relative, relatively proud of this part because you know I went to business school. Relatively low on the cultural scale, I did not know that there were such things as food historians. Yes. And we hired one to get us the recipe, and we go, oh, this be so much fun. We can explain this kind of strange name. Um, so she got us the recipe, uh, sends it to us. We run in the kitchen, make it the first time, and it comes out, and it's horrible. And so <laughs> we're going, damn, this isn't going to work. And so I'm looking at our chef, uh, who's been with us for 25 years But the now. chef wasn't involved, right? No, no. Okay, no, okay. historic food. You just make the recipe. No, but who, 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 was, who was making it? Was it you guys? Was the, was the chef involved in making the bread? Our, and, and our, the cake our bread? Chef, our chef. Oh, he yeah, was. Brian, okay. Yeah. So anyway, we get the recipe. We make it first time. It's horrible. I could stand closer. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Just tell me stand closer. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so we make it the first time. It comes out, and it's horrible. And so he looks at me. I look at him. He's going, and we're all thinking the other guy messed it up. So we right. go, and we make it again. Comes out just exactly the same. We go. I don't understand. What's, what is it similar to? Like a uh, sweet, like a sweet bread? No, it's uh, think like a real stale, bad Irish soda bread. Oh, that sounds yeah. oh. horrible. <laughs> I don't want to try it now because I like soda and I like bread, but I don't like soda bread. Yeah, but, but I like, like cake. How can you mess dry, up cake bread? Dry, well, there's no cake in it. There's no. Anyway, then why so is it called cent- cake? It's 12th century, and so back then in 12th century, they <laughs> would call. So they're Breads, they didn't have bread like we know it today. They didn't know, didn't have yeast. And so this is an unleavened bread, just oh. leavened with soda. And so it's like a brick. Anyway, so we call her up and, and um, yell ask her. her. I hope you yell at her. No, no, you don't <laughs> insult a food historian. You know, Why? What are they going to do? Well, she asked Change us. Change history. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's she, true. She asked me, well, how did it turn out? And so, you know, sometimes you just get a, a, something locked in your brain. And the only thing I could think of was horrible. But I'm not going to say horrible to a food historian because right. I'm, I'm a little bit intimidated by the whole thing. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm humming and humming and I can't think of unique or historic or interesting, any of those kinds of words that are relatively polite. But finally she goes, you know, it's pretty horrible, isn't it? I go, oh, that's, yes, thank that's, you. that's what it I'm is. thinking and, of. And meanwhile, she's like, I would love to try it, right? No, she, no, she, made, no, she knows this oh, stuff. She made, she oh, made she it, made yeah. it herself too. And she, goes, and she goes, really bad? I go, yeah, really bad. She goes, well, that's good. That means you guys followed the recipe and did just, <laughs> just the, and used all the right ingredients. That's a big problem with these historic foods is getting the right ingredients because, you know, they had they, – we used um, – Irish butter because it has a lot more fat content, and we use this real coarse ground flour. Because you were probably thinking that we could have some and offer yeah. it to people at the winery, yeah, and be then be beautiful. like, "Here's here's yeah. what cake bread is." Yeah. And now you're like, "No, we don't want it." Cause so it's this horrible bread, a little bit of uh, dried fruit, dried nuts in it, maybe early precursor to a, a fruit cake. So now we have people listening, going, "So what do these guys make bread?" Because I don't think we talked about the fact that you guys have a winery up in Napa. Once. We mentioned once that they had wine. They had Thank wine in front that. of them. Yeah. Thanks you, for bringing that part and up. And by yeah, the way, yeah. I, I'm gonna. I'm going to change my, my position. Thank you for not bringing cake bread. I will agree with that. Okay, see? It sounds horrible. <laughs> it sounds horrible. Before, we're upset. It's historic. You, it's maybe, unique. It's interesting. <laughs> next it's time, horrible. next time, hyphenate it. You know, or just space it out. Cake bread. Or some, you, like, like, accent two. marks cake bread, or... What is that? I don't you know. <laughs> say it's French or something. I don't know. Just throwing out some ideas. Just, you know what? You, you know what? Well, in, in French, it's it. called gatto pan. In German, it's called uh, um, what's it called in German? In Italian, it's <laughs> torta pane. That sounds awesome. Yeah. How about you guys just shorten it to cake? 
All right, let's talk about why you guys are here. <laughs> this is a little bit of history here because I actually, obviously, I did read some of the material. Your father was in automotive repair, had an automotive repair shop in Oakland. Mm-hmm. He was then commissioned to go and then photograph something, some, something in Napa for the, for the wine business. Is that right? So Nathan Croman, a writer for the L.A. Times, a wine writer, first probably first wine writer in America, uh, was doing a book on California wines. And so uh, Jack, our dad, got the commission to go up and take the portraits of all the winemakers up in Napa. Ah. And so uh, Robert Mondavi and uh, Joe Heights and oh, wow. Martini. And so as he's sitting there, you know, when you're trying to get someone to relax to take a picture – you ask them what they're doing, what they're working on, and so it's just like asking me and Bruce, you know, "Hey, what are you guys working on?" We'll we'll go on for hours. What what you know what what we're going, what you know how the wines are coming. Speaking along. Speaking of which, I'm, this is, I'm going to interrupt because I want to hear this. But we have wine sitting in front of us. We should probably drink that. Yes. I feel like I'm being rude, there we and go. it also opened up my personality a little bit. So what, what are we going to start with? We're going to start with our 2011 Sauvignon Blanc. Fantastic. You guys brought um, five bottles five of bottles. wine, We're and it's hard. This and you know what? A lot of times people come in and they and they leave them closed. You guys just open them, so now we're now we're going to be now we're working. Quote forced, forced to, to finish them to finish them. There we go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, you very everybody. much. There we go. Cheers. 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 Wow. Wow. Cheers. That's nice. Nice glassware. Impressive choosing. <laughs> Mm. So what is that? So this is Sauvignon Blanc. Wow, that's that's Wait, fantastic. Wakes you up, kind of like uh, morning orange this, juice. Yes, but it is morning, by the way, for us when we're mm-hmm. recording this. Yeah, that is like it's like orange juice. It's like grape juice in the morning. You know, I've had a lot of um, tastings of many different you know spirits and wines, and and a lot of times it's like when you're sitting there drinking with the the vintners or the owners or the you know the crafters or whatever. Of these things, they taste so much better. So, but but the but like I don't know. That's that's what's happening here. These are amazing. Thank these you. These are fantastic. Well, I, I, I don't know. So I don't know if you guys are bewitching me, but I don't care. You know what I'm saying? How do you do that? Um, so, so this is, this is 40 years of winemaking, and so what's fun is when you add up the experience that Bruce and I have, plus Julianne Lax, who's been our winemaker. Can you do that with us for 27 can you do, years? Can you add experience? Brian Lee, the cellar master, has been with us for 26 years. Brian Streeter, the chef, has been with us for 25 years. Add Toby in, who's been with us for about nine years. You, are you about to combine all the years? We're going to combine of, of experience. Right. So what's that all add up to? 146 years. 150. Don't so, so your so your father goes up. He's taking pictures of the the winemakers. Right. Stops, and then stops by uh, some old family friends that had retired up there. So mostly use the bathroom, get a cup of coffee before driving home to Oakland. And then um, he, he's kind of happy that he's up there and chatting away and says, boy, if it's you guys ever want to He's probably had a glass of wine himself. I don't know about that, but he's, he's enthused <laughs> about the whole thing. And he says, if you ever want to sell this, you know, I'd, I'd love to do it. And they go, oh, Jack, you know, we're, we're old. We're not that old. But we're, you know, not yet. If we ever do, we'd be interested in talking to you. And so mm-hmm. by the time he gets home, they're on the phone calling up saying, hey, we decided to sell it to you. And he goes, Oh, you know, I was just, I was, I was theorizing. Was a, I was talking. Was I, I was wine. just clapping. Um, but they uh, told him come back up. That they night. said no. It's a binding agreement. It's a done deal. And they you said, shook hands. You're in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're done. So he went up on a yellow sheet of paper. They had listed out a couple of things, and, and basically they didn't. You know, they they wanted someone to carry it on. You know, it wasn't a winery. It wasn't a vineyard. Uh, but it needed a lot of work. It was only 22 acres mm-hmm. only. And you're talking to someone who lives in Los Angeles, by the way. My, my yard is measured in feet. This is all of 22 acres. Yes. And um, so he went and bought it. And, you know, they got a life estate, and that's how we started. So our first vintage was in? 1973. And we made? 157 bottles or cases of Chardonnay, about four barrels. So were they making wine, the people that lived there? No. They just had grapes growing on their property? So they had uh, old grapes uh, that you don't hear, varieties you don't hear of anymore, like Alcani Boucher, Sauvignon Vert. Why? Why were they there? Well, so, you know... In Napa Valley, grapes have been grown since like 1836. Okay. And so these are old wines. So it was a winery at some point. Not a winery, just a vineyard. A vineyard guy. Yeah, because they had uh, walnut trees out in front. They also ran cattle, so they had a little cattle paddock there. So they were growing grapes to sell to the wineries, local wineries. Much more agricultural, you know, a lot more diversity in Napa back in the 40s and 50s. So they sold it down what's now Napa Wine Company, was the old co op. 
whites went into one tank, reds went into the other tank. And so that's kind of so what it was of the day. Hardy Burgundy, ah, Hardy Burgundy yeah. came from. Got it. Okay. And that's Chablis. And so, so your dad moved up. What year did he go take the pictures? 72 or was it like? Yeah, 71, 72. 71, okay. mm-hmm. so, so then he went up there pretty quickly, mm-hmm. sold the automotive business? No, 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 no. Here's no. the rule about the wine industry is always keep your day job. I got it. Because you have to have some way to pay the bills. Wineries take forever. Okay, so your dad goes up and, and buys this winery, and you're like, well, Dad. No, he, didn't, he, didn't, he bought some land. Okay, bought the, you're then, right. He bought the land. And you're just like, Dad, what, come on. This is now – you've done all these crazy harebrained things, and this is, this is the worst run, one, right? That's basically what you said? Well, I said it a lot nicer. I said something like that. Oh. I've heard of dumb things, but this is the dumbest one you've ever done. <laughs> yes, What's well, his experience with wine prior to this? Drinking it. Drinking it. That's it? <laughs> he had no experience making it? No, but he'd been a farmer. You know, the family okay. had been farmers growing uh, almonds and stuff. And so if you're, if you're a farmer, you can grow just about anything. And then if you're interested in wine, then you really want to grow wine grapes. Was that his intention, though, to buy this land and open a winery? Or you just wanted to get out of Oakland? He, he had a grand scheme. Today, now... Uh, uh, we've continued to reinvest in uh, the vineyards and the winery, and now we have about 560 acres of vineyards scattered over uh, 14 different ranches. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's uh, one of the keys of you know, being in business for 40 years is to make sure you have great, great vineyards. And so that's uh, one of the things that helps us with that continuity and style. When people order our Chardonnay or Sauvignon Blanc, they say, I know what I'm going to get from cake bread. And so that, that to do that, you have to have great vineyards. To do that, we want to own them. If you guys, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you guys want to sell your vineyard, and we can draw up some terms on a piece of yellow paper where I don't have to actually pay anything, but I get to live up in Napa and get the, the vineyard, that that's something I'd be open to. You guys probably aren't because you're not ready to retire. But if you guys, on the drive home, change your mind, you call me up. Oh, okay. And then maybe, I'll, you know, because then... Cause Will you, you guys, drive back up? You guys probably have something else you want to do. Like, you guys probably have these other dreams. You know what I mean? So build go, airplanes. Yeah, build airplanes. Go, go into o- space. Open an automotive an garage. So, What's that? Create an app. Create, create, an, yes. create an app. Watch movies. Go, so the, go do that. I don't know. This wine is fantastic. It's working out quite well. Thank you guys very much for joining us. Uh, the website, I'm assuming, is... is uh, very creatively named. Cakebread.com. Cakebread.com. Now, beca- where do I go if I want to buy some cake bread? I can't go to cakebread.com now. Well, sure. you could, to make it... I want to buy it. I don't make stuff. Well, you could know. I'm saying you, you could make the actual cake. You could cook it. There's a recipe uh, for cake bread on your website. We no, we've dough. hidden it. We've hidden it. <laughs> yeah. You, here's so we have, have some wonderful cake. retailers in town. Wally's, of course. How many states? We're in all states. All states. Yeah. So every state. Go to fine places. Alaska. The Ritz-Carlton? Yeah. He said what? all states. Don't think sure. you're throwing Hawaii. In. Puerto Rico. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Puerto Rico is yes is in, the your, in your face. It's in Puerto even, Rico, really. Even the territories. I have a, I have oh, a wow. suggestion in in parting. I have a suggestion here. What if you guys going to try to get their vineyard again? Are you? That's already out there. That's already out there. And <laughs> we'll, we'll I, I'm expecting we'll take the drive home to think about. It. I will expect a call. You have a long drive home. I expect a, a phone call at some point. I would suggest because it is it is a 12th century. Um, you know, recipe, and no one really knows and can find it. And then, then again, you can't really prove it either because it's from the 12th century. I would say that you should make something and call it cake bread and offer it to people and have it just be a donut. <laughs> have it just be a donut. Yeah. I would, oh, man. See? I'll go there for the donut. Yeah. <laughs> the sprinkles. So we're, we're all about being authentic. And yeah. so we, we took that recipe. But people don't know. And we started playing with it. Brian started playing with it. And every day it was fun because he'd come back, he'd have a new recipe, and we'd taste it go, Brian, this still horrible. <laughs> did it get worse or did it get better? No, it was getting better, but you know, we tried you know, cuz it was hard Dipping we tried in the wine? Di- you know, cuz they used to dip their bread or their whatever in in beer, the mead, you know, back in the day, mostly cuz they had such poor teeth, but also cuz the stuff was so hard. You, could, you know, this is what they built Hadrian's Wall out of. Um, <laughs> but, so we, we tried all these we tried all these different things and by the time he got done with it, so it was palatable, it wasn't authentic anymore and so he decided Nixnado. Okay, but but I'm just saying as a little boost for business, buy a bottle of wine, get some cake bread as a donut, fits right over the top. Ah, you can walk you. away with it. Thanks. Thanks very much, guys. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thank you. I Now I remember that I like those guys. Those guys were pretty cool. And the wine was amazing. Their wine was better than their bread. <laughs> they, they didn't actually bring cake bread, but they described it so well, it just made me not want to eat it. But why would you call it cake bread? I have no idea. 
It's a cool name. It's like one of those names like, your name's not Cake Bread. Shut up. <laughs> You're not. That is not. What, do we, what is another, uh, another cool name? If I, was, if I had to t- change my name and it had to be food, I think it would be, uh, uh, but it turned out to be something that wasn't that good. It'd be like glazed pickles. What? Oh, that doesn't. Like glazed, like glazed in sugar. No, like, you know what it is? It's glazed peanut butter. That sounds like amazing. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. But it'd be like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, next up on the show, we have Zane glazed peanut butter. It's like, and it's not hyphenated. It's just a straight it's up. one word. Yeah. So what's yours? Go. Like, you don't have time to think about uh, it. Name. Josh, mayonnaise grapefruit. No? Is that not a good one? No, because that sounds, <laughs> that sounds horrible. Uh, mayonnaise Josh. grapefruit. And what is it? It's a grapefruit. You cut it open and it's filled with mayonnaise? <laughs> no, you put mayonnaise on it. That's Hershey Kisses? You can't. Ca- that Casey. And mayonnaise. Casey, we. What are you doing? Look what happened to Tyler. But, I was trying but, to give him some inspiration. You know? Okay. Here's chocolate. Tyler, Tyler's in the. I don't know. Are we in the booth or he, is he in the booth? We're separated by That's glass. Casey. I'm in a booth. Right, yeah, Casey. You exterminated Tyler's Tyler. At a, Tyler's at a farm. Put him down. Tyler's at a farm. He's at a farm. Tyler's at a farm. All right, so, Josh, uh, cognac time. I'm going to venture a guess. And I'm going to say a few things. And you tell me. I get 25 points for each answer. If I get them all correct, I get 100 Okay, I got some questions, too. Okay. So I'm going to venture a guess and say that you have only had cognac. Now, let me get through them all. In my presence. Okay. Um, you have never purchased a bottle of cognac. Okay. You have never been to a cognac maker's place. Okay. And you don't necessarily know the difference between cognac and brandy. Go. True, true. Yeah. And... Wait, no. True, false, true. What was the second one? Because I think it was wrong. I have had cognac outside your presence. But before meeting me. Sorry. Oh, well, I was Mormon before I met you. Hey, man! What's up? What's up, Josh? I don't know. Maybe it's something new. When's the last time you had cognac? Uh, We went to WSWA. The booth next to us was a malt vodka. And they were represented by this guy out of Atlanta who just picked up a, a what he called that's, a cognac. That's in my presence. He, he you called... were not there, and we got wasted. Wait, wait. But I was. But I flew you there. Oh well, yeah, that's I get credit in your presence, though. You weren't standing. There. I was. I was a hundred fifty feet away. There were walls. You were. There in were stan- area I there couldn't were stanchions. I was over in the. They wouldn't let me over there, so it doesn't. I was doing the um the the, the t- taste the judging. Testing. Yeah. I had to drink 140 different spirits that day. I had to drink like 10 of those. And I'm like, why didn't you give me monkey rum? So another group (laughs) tasted monkey rum and gave me the silver. Yeah. What is that? You're friends with that guy, too. Well, That's a guy from the show, right? Well, I mean, he was at at that table. Yeah. Um, And they, and come to find out, they didn't give a gold to any spice drink. Come to find out that entire table hated flavored rums. Right, right. And I had in my table, I had a cotton candy vodka. And here, and here, now this is where Dan and I, Dan Dunn and I disagree. I had a f- cotton candy flavored vodka that tasted exactly like cotton candy. Exactly. So how can I, how can I not give it a gold? You set out to do what you said you're going to do. Like Ivanovich. Was it good? Well, it tasted like cotton candy. It's cotton no, candy. Not, I, don't dodge. Was it good? Was it good? Yes, it was good. Did you like it? I don't Did you go think, out and buy I don't it? think as a gentleman I can go out and buy or get caught ordering Would you let your candy? wife buy it? It'd be, if it, your wife bought it, would even you if have my, some? Even if my wife bought it, yeah, I would take a sip. If, she, if someone made a cocktail Okay, like Saturday it. night, you're looking to unwind. You got the scotch. You got your uh, pappy. Okay. You got your cotton candy. Just, just based on principle... I couldn't go home and just do a shot of cotton candy vodka. Just based on principle, I couldn't do it. Um, what is that for? Drinks? Cotton candy yeah. drinks? It's. I think it's for like, you know. It's just that whole flavor. I don't even know thing. what you mix it with. I, I think you just mix it with Sprite. You know what I mean? Like cotton candy and soda water. My Co- favorite from that whole show was the vodka. You remember the vodka? Was it called vodka? I think so. The vodka okay. and tequila. It wasn't mixed. called tekatka. No, I, <laughs> I guess it wasn't. So. Okay. I hope it wasn't. Um, all right, so so Josh, I have and I, I have them written down. Uh, hope you didn't see this. Uh, wait, wait, are you gonna explain? Me? I, I, you're right. I don't really know the difference between brandy. and Really, cognac. honestly, and I'm sure cognac. Is it a location thing? Yeah, like a yeah, has to come like, from like an appellation. Yeah, 100. Yeah. percent Because you have cognac, and then you also have armagnac, and then you have brandy. All it, distilled it from grapes. Distilled from grapes. Uh, and then aged in oak. Has to be oak? I, I think so. Probably. Most people do oak. Yeah. French oak? 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if there's enough. You got to think about the fact that France is like the size of, uh, like maybe New York and Pennsylvania combined. So I don't. They can't really go through that much oak. I'm yeah, pretty I sure, sure. I think they probably use a lot of our oak. Yeah, probably. Uh, stop stalling. So they they're listed one, two, and okay. three. Um, I don't care. I, I don't have the prices in front of me. Uh, Casey, can you look these up? We got a Hennessy VS cognac. Um, What's wait, VS stand for? Very special. Okay, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's very. It's true. Uh, we have uh, E and J brandy VS. Um, are you writing these down, Casey? No, he's just okay. Write, write it on the on the whiteboard behind you. Um, do you need him again? Uh, he, we have Hennessy VS cognac. We have E and J brandy VS, and we have this is what was just sent to us. Uh, Martel character. Oh, I wish Tyler was here; he'd be able to. It's a, okay. Ready, Casey? It's C A R A C T E R E. And you don't have to edit edit any of this out. We we'll just let we we'll just roll on this. Yeah, screw it. Um, so uh, okay, so so go for it, Josh. What, what's my goal here? To pick the most expensive? I mean, I, I I'm, I'm I'm I think I know pretty pretty damn well which like how these rank as far as price is concerned. So if you can do it by price, you can do it by preference. I mean, whatever you want. Okay. So you're drinking number three. Number number three. Should I start with one? I don't one know. One. All right. You know what? While one you're one. doing that, I'm going to crack open uh, oh, what, Hangar 20. This is very sweet smelling. Very berry. I get a lot of berries off of this one. Great. Uh, I'm going to drink. Okay. Hangar 24. They send us beer all the time. If you, by the way, if you want to send us beer, you, you know, like you can't. I, I, if you send me home beer, I'm not going to. I can't drink it. Because, no homebrews. No homebrews. Because I got to have something that's, that's Because the last sealed. homebrew you had was mine. And it was terrible. Well, no. I just don't. I can't have anybody send. I'm not going to drink anything anyone sends to me in the mail. You know what I mean? It has to be like, it has to be somewhat official. Like Martel, uh, Cognac, they sent, like, paperwork. Look at look at this. Paperwork. They sent it in a nice little gift bag. They sent it in a gift bag. There was tissue paper in with it? Tish, with, tish, with tissue paper. Tissue paper? Um, what, like is, what is our address here if for uh, mailing purposes? Uh, 11908 Ventura Boulevard. Sweet. Sweet 200. 200. Uh, Studio City, California. 91604. 91604. 91604. So if you have you sure a you beer wanna, company. You sure you want to give uh, Yeah, whatever. I'm never here. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So send stuff over. Um, okay. So I'm going to have uh, Hangar 24 sends us beer all the time, which is amazing. I, I, I don't even know that I need anyone else to send me beer. They have such a wide variety. And they don't pay us anything. They just, they just keep they sending just, us beer. Which, hey, man, I'll drink it and talk about it. So this is Hullabaloo Winter Beer. It's a seasonal beer. And I don't know, like... I think maybe the ingredients are seasonal, or maybe people prefer like heavy, spicy beers. Anyway, so um, by the color, I'm just going to assume it's an ale. I'm going to have a sip of it. It's nice. Um, I can't, I can't without looking at it. I can't. I, gotta, I pour this into a glass because it's in a bottle. So it's dark. It's kind of like um, it does have like a little bit of a clovey. Finish to it. No, I, I read it. I read the bottom oh, of the box. It's about the brewery. Yeah, it doesn't talk about it. It's not on the label? No, but it's like, uh, it, it tastes like a Christmas ale, if that makes any sense. Everyone does, a lot of people do Christmas. Is it spicy? Season. It is spicy. A lot of spices? A little spicy. Um, Casey, you have prices? I'm ready okay. to, uh, to weigh in. Here. Okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Dean will weigh in. You've, ra- you've ranked them. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know. What am I doing? Am I doing my least favorite? No, I think you just do. I think you just do price. It's always a nice. It's always a a gentlemanly way of of saying which one you think is most affordable. Most affordable is frugal. Is number one. Number one. That is E and J brandy. Um, Was it? I'm going to say I think that that's the most affordable. At the end of this case, it will give us the actual prices. Uh, And then uh, my grandfather's favorite. E and J brandy. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Because it was affordable. It's affordable. Yeah, exactly. We bought a lot of it. And then uh, number two was Hennessy VS. That is my number two. That is your number two. And then we have the Martel. The number three. Is the Martel. You got to say. So you did them. You did not I think properly. Is the Martel more expensive than the Hennessy? I'm going to guess that it is. All right, Casey. Do you have prices for us? Yeah, so this is after a quick search. Um, the E and J brand. I don't is... care how long he said to search for. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Either. It may not be accurate. So <laughs> who cares? Go for it. All right, so E and J is at eleven ninety nine. That's it. That is very that is affordable. freaking affordable. <laughs> shit. All right, write that down. Eleven ninety nine. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
And then Hennessy VS is at thirty three ninety nine. Whoa! Ooh. Ooh. We're getting in it. And then Martel. The, Mar- is- the Martel <laughs> Um By the way, Martel founded in uh, seventeen fifteen. Hennessy founded in seventeen sixty five. So uh, pretty close to each other. And then E and J founded three and a half weeks ago. In- <laughs> uh, it doesn't. Oh, it has it on the side side of the bottle. It has everything that we needed to know. It's it's in, in fact it's ten ninety nine. That's oh. what it says on the side of the bottle. Uh, sample not for resale. Um, and then um, they don't have the year that they were established. It was probably like because it's not it's probably not seventy <laughs> four. It was totally the nineteen seventies. <laughs> uh, blended and bottled in Modesto, California. Okay, that's the problem. <laughs> that's why it's affordable. It's not a problem to be so affordable. The people that stole your car. They steal my car. They stole uh, Chris's car. All right, what's um, Modesto? So <laughs> yeah, Martel is thirty four ninety nine. Whoa! This is all Wait, for seventy. Did I win? Yeah. Yeah. This is all for seven hundred fifty mils. Seven fifty mls. Yeah. So yeah, I guess if there's a winning thing that brings. Gotta say between the Hennessy and the Martel, uh, I thought they were both very good, but just very different flavor profiles. Give me him. Give me him. So I. Uh, you got me sick last week. Oh, I'm good now. I'm through it. You built oh. up immunity. Oh, what are you a doctor? Yep. Okay. I went to one once. Number two? That's nice. Let me, me, yeah, I mean, give me the... Yeah, actually, Do this one last, because yeah. it's going to blast your taste buds. <laughs> Modesto. <laughs> I enjoy a nice, delicious Modesto brandy every now and then. But there's one thing Modesto's known for. It's That's your choice brandy. E&J Brandy, proudly <laughs> produced in Modesto, California. Car theft capital of the United States of America. That being said, if they'd like to send us more, I'll take it. Our tour manager had his car stolen in Modesto while we were up there doing a show. Had to rent a car, drive home to go to, what's that festival? Coachella. Shit. Got, uh, got, was driving so fast. Sorry, can you pour me another one? He was driving so fast, he got pulled over for speeding. Then got pulled over for speeding again. And then got pulled over for speeding again. So his car was stolen. He got three tickets. Then... Did he get the car impounded? His car, yeah. The, the the rental van that he had to rent, that got I didn't rent it, got impounded, and he was I, I don't know if he ever made it to Coachella. Then my first day on the show, by the way, I had to fill in for Scooter, who had to go to Bakersfield oh and pick up the van with him from impound. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, that's right. Shut up, Casey. Um. Go and then because it wasn't the car's fault, it was his. Yeah. So he couldn't drive, but Scooter could go down there and pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Then I think it was like. Three months later, this is after he left our tour and all that crap went down, and he and the people who who stole it stole it from a a gated parking garage, and then returned it to the same parking garage three months later. What the hell Why? is that? Why would they do that? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's Did they weird. steal stuff out of it? Uh, Wait, was it in the same shape? Yeah. Just a couple extra miles? Yeah. Did they fill the gas tank? What the hell is that? It's weird. That's how people in Modesto rent cars. Is that how you There's re- no enterprise in Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Martel Calacatia. Oh, they are very different. Yeah, that one's a little bit, like, it's got, like, spicy, like, pepper notes. I hate to be, like, a wine snob about this, but... And that one, uh, the Hennessy's a lot more fruity. It's yeah. Very smooth, though. Both um, Both very good. Hold the gun to my head. I'm going to take the Hennessy. Yeah, I like the peppery notes from the, uh, yeah. the Martell. Uh, we have our ranking system here, uh, Josh. That is on page 7 of the Missalette. Um, bronze at the lowest, double silver, triple gold, and one above platinum. I'm going to give it uh, Martell a triple gold. Okay. I'm going to give the Hennessy, even though I've already had it before, uh, one above platinum. I like it. I'm going to flip-flop that. I'm going to do triple gold for the Hennessy and uh, one above platinum for Martell. So you like the Martell better? I did. I did. Interesting. Interesting. And it's more expensive, so I'm right. Yeah, because because <laughs> price dollar. price is a perfect indication of absolutely uh, of quality. <laughs> I mean, it worked for the E and J. Woo! I just had E and J. Woo! Yeah, it blasts your taste. Ah, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. If you think about the fact that that is ten ninety nine, I'm going to give it a triple gold. Really? How can you? <laughs> How can you not? <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't. I mean, it's not. It's, it's okay. Well, no, okay. Wait. If I'm being nice, I'd say double silver. But my gut saying if, bronze. If you're saying that 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 it's just based on flavor, and I don't know yeah. what it is, then I'm going to say double silver. I'm not going to say bronze. I'm going to say not, bronze. It's not horrible. Because it's. it's um, and then the hullabaloo winter ale. 
Um, that's delicious. It's it's um, I'm I'm going to say this, I, and I enjoy a lot of Hangar Twenty Four's beers. Uh, this one is is a little hop forward, and I know that people really like their hoppy stuff. I had a bad experience with Greg Cook at Stone Brewery. Has kind of turned me off from uh, the heavily uh, hops. Because you ate soap. IPAs. He made me drink soap that I thought was beer. It's a long story. I was burping bubbles. That's a fucking fact. And so I'm a little turned off by. So because of that, I'm going to give the Hangar 24 uh, Hullabaloo Winter Beer Double Silver. That's still respectable. That's good. Double silver. <clears throat> okay. Um, moving on. So we now have a, an interview with um, Jordan Cattabiano. Um, is now to, to refresh my memory, uh, Casey. This was the lovely young lady that came in, and she was working with Dole, Dole Pineapple, and they had like frozen fruit cups. And then she made, um, she poured alcohol in the frozen fruit cup and used them the frozen frozen fruit as the ice cubes. And then she, and then she, I haven't gotten it. that. Yes. <laughs> Great. So that, that's a perfect lead-in to this interview with Jordan Cattabiano. Here we go. Well, you're the guest who makes it fun on Happy Hour with Zane and Dunn. Yeah. Now, these, these are the best kinds of guests because you have celebrity guests and then you have celebrity guests who bring alcohol. And that's what we have right now. <laughs> Jordan Catapano. Catapano. Get up on it. You know, I find if you say an Italian name and you go like this. But isn't that a bad word thing? Whoa. Isn't it? Hey. No, you, that's a bad hey, gesture. Hey, what's the it? matter for you? Jordan. Then I have to say the first name, too, and then it just turns Long Island. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> so we got Jordan Catapano over here with a couple, couple of drinks and whatnot. So uh, you and uh, your sister founded the company This Girl Walks Into a Bar. Yes, that's right. And you have a book. Mm-hmm. What is the book? Do we, did we get a book? Did your publicist not send us a copy of the book? We'll get you a copy of the book. We've got like, boatloads of books. At this point, you, are you having them boats? Uh-huh. Yeah, we do. I don't it's... think we need that many. Just one is <laughs> fine, right? Yeah, I think. Does it come with the boat? <laughs> and so, what's what is in the in the the book? Okay, so the, this first book that came out about a year ago is "This Girl Walks Into a Bar," and it's a um, bartending guide for women who want to break into bartending, and okay. also home mixology tips for home. Mixology. So, what is the difference between a woman who wants to break into mixology and a guy who wants to break into a bar? Wait a um, second, no, that's I didn't phrase that right. <laughs> what, what's the difference between men and women? Like, how are, how are you how are you skewing it towards lady folk? Well, I think first of all, there was such a long tradition of guys were bartenders, yes. and so it was really dominated by men and um i don't i mean men could definitely read this book too i don't think it goes for one men or the other they don't men guys don't read Do well, like there you go it's picture for the women version? <laughs> yeah. there are some diagrams in there how to you know make a lemon twist i mean look we for example for example we are two guys and instead of um reading the book we had you actually come over here to make got them it. for us got it That's, so you're cheating it's, it's, it's like the cliff notes it's, not, it's not necessarily I learned cheating by doing i learned so. i learned by watching you do it and then having you do it again. Right. That's, that's a guy's version of it. It's the same thing. Well, one, one part of the book that you probably wouldn't need to know is how to deal with drunks. I feel like women, how they deal with drunks might be mm. different than guys. Mm. Unless you want to read it in order to know how a woman might be dealing with you. And that's a signal that you My wife just gets angry. Is that the right, right way? She just gets <laughs> for, mad at for me. What? When I'm drunk, she just gets mad. I, I think she means for people like when you're behind the bar oh. and you're mixing oh, okay. up drinks. Sorry. <laughs> Let's see. What kind of drunks are there? There's like happy drunk. Yes. There's I'm your best friend drunk. Yes. And then they they might be a new person, usually are. Uh, and then there's uh drunk hit on you, which is probably yeah, what slime, you're talking slime about. Slime slime. Well I don't hold on a second. <laughs> is there something wrong? There's a good way to do it, there's a bad way to do it. I was about to get to that. Then there's hit on you. Actually that's not true. I was gonna do the same thing, but now I'll make now I'll make them different just to be argumentative. There's the hit on you drunk, the nice gentleman who who would like to bring you to have coffee the next day, and then mm-hmm. there's the slime. That's me. And then there's, apparently, there's the... <laughs> yeah, bring it! That kind of stuff. <laughs> apparently, I'm a sloppy drunk. Are you? Yeah, I, you know, I, I show up with, like, my shirt tucked in, and then a few beers in, like, the shirt comes <laughs> we, out. I think you've actually <laughs> named every single drunk we have on there. Sloppy drunk is the guy who has, like, chewed up almond and um, peanut 
like pieces around the rim of his glass because he's <laughs> Ew. Like, yeah. oh okay that's josh i'm not that bad is there yeah, degrees because i'm not that bad okay give me give me another yeah, one. Point one um we have the lovebirds people who start to like procreate on the bar stools because they're so intoxicated <laughs> that's cassie that. over there what else do we have angry drunk which you kind of mentioned tyler person starts tyler's to an angry sober so no, he's I'm, definitely an angry drunk i'm told i'm a happy drunk I'm, it's very rare that i'm drunk you're a happy drunk but you're a mean sober a- we have the um, <laughs> the introspective Drunk who starts like journaling on bar napkins, they just oh. like we, poetry. We call that it all comes out. That's, that's, like, that's like Silver Lake. Okay. So and yeah. all the, you know you need to handle these people differently. Wait, where where am I? What, how is I, I think you named okay the slime bucket. <laughs> we listed that one. Yeah, hold on a second. You've you've only named like bad drunks. There are also good drunks. I happen to be good drunk. A bad drunk sure? would be. Are you sure Steve about Mc- that? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I just become more fun. I just become fun and happy. I don't I don't really ever get. Taking your clothes off isn't a bad. Is that a, when, I remember you throwing <laughs> a popcorn maker. A popcorn popper. By the way, that wasn't drunk. That was just stupid. Oh, that was sober? <laughs> it was just stupid. Okay. Um, and then there's the super tippers. Yes, they're that's trying, true. Okay, they're trying yes. to look cool to people, and they're like, here, and they like give you like 100 bucks, and then the change is like 80, and they're like, yeah, I can't keep yes. it. I'm a, I'm a high roller. Love those drugs. And then they go home, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I gave all my money away. There's two good ones. That's true. That I happen to be both of those. That's So good. embarrassed. That's good. <laughs> so embarrassed. And you know what? The, the first one you mentioned, yeah. I find a lot of times they end up buying rounds for people, too, oh, yes. sitting around them, which is good, because yeah. it feeds into the tip thing you yeah. were saying, yeah. and it makes everyone happy at the bar, yeah. and when everyone's happy, they keep you know, Probably most money. people are decent, and now then you get gets you a certain level but we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about is this your invention yes these are some drinks that i came up with for uh bevmo in partnership with dole and i'm um, using their frozen fruit cup did you get to go to hawaii I did not go to Hawaii for this mm. specifically. You should but... probably tell them, say, you know what? I'm out there. I'm talking about pineapple. You need to feel the pineapple. People, they're, they're just, they're looking at me like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I feel like I need to go and pick a pineapple. And the only place you can do that really in the U.S. is in Hawaii. So mm-hmm. I think you should figure that out. You're right. I absolutely but, should. But, but since you're here, let's continue. Let's continue talking okay, so about it. Yeah. I have these drinks that for Bevmo and Dole, and um, they're just they're perfect little drinks. As I was saying, they're in these little frozen fruit single serve cups. So are, is that a new product? Is that is yeah? That any, okay. Yeah, it's relatively uh, new. You, you actually put some in our freezer. Mm-hmm. So this is a Dole. Fr- are they supposed to be frozen? Yes, they're supposed to be frozen. Okay, so that you buy you buy them in the frozen mm-hmm. section of the store. Mm-hmm. So these are frozen pineapple b- 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 cups. Yes. Yeah, is that right? And they have blueberry, strawberry, and pineapple, and they're fantastic because you can just make your drink right in this cup. Because it's frozen, it keeps your liquid cool and it acts as ice. You guys should start promoting this for the summertime. Well, Memorial Day weekend is coming up, so <laughs> we're starting we're, with that. Saying that's what we're doing. That is that's exactly what why we're right here. Now. So you okay, so it's a new product. They go and buy it in the frozen <laughs> food section. Yes. Probably that the fruit a part of that. Exactly. Is that right? And then uh, it looks like this. Oh, it's a simple little cup of fruit. Aha, no. You can make it awesome. Right. You can actually make fruit better by putting alcohol in it. Exactly. Okay. This is the part where I realize I've been talking for a while, and there's a lot of alcohol sitting in front of me, so I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let you make one. Okay. And then as I'm drinking, then you, we'll, we can continue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we start with this one? This is called Country Comfort. Okay. And we have one of these lovely little cups of uh, frozen strawberries. They're oh. perfectly perfectly chopped up here. So you're going to have to make one for Josh, too. Oh, he gets, he, oh, yeah. I have a lot here. Okay. I will make one for every office. Weird. Do in not the area. make one for Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Tyler, I drink. I don't drink. <laughs> That's Tyler. <laughs> you have a teetotaler version? Can you just pour water in one? I can. I do. No, so much flavor the, the strawberries. Yeah, yeah, is that what it is? It's, it's the alcohol and the strawberries. Super they get in my teeth. And that scene from Pretty Women when she flaws. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> What's going on? Okay. Okay. So this is one that I, when I was creating, I was thinking, okay, what will be good for the person who's like in the middle of nowhere on their back porch or their front porch. And right. they want to have something in the afternoon that's like picnic-y or, or they're, you know, anywhere. But it's very like picnic-type drink. Okay. So um, I'm using Southern Comfort cherry. Okay. Black. Didn't know that was such a bold thing. Bold cherry. Yes. Wow. And this takes about three quarters of an ounce. Holy moly. Now, we, you can make these in larger you know proportions if you want a larger glass the cool thing about it is it comes in a drinking cup exactly you know what i mean and so you could literally take these and just throw the frozen stuff in your backpack exactly and then you could throw a few of these bottles in yes and if you don't want to throw the whole bottle in i'm sure you can find something around your house that will hold a little bit yes the pre-made mixture absolutely and then you Ah. can keep that chilled and then you pour it in and voila thermoses when you use a thermos for water you, it's it's kind of waste. waste. It's waste. Yeah. Right. yeah. Can I throw out also that yes. the fruit is acting like ice. It's, it's cooling absolutely. the drink. 
Absolutely. And, so you, and you won't have anything wasted. You can recycle the cups afterward or, you know, keep them stocked for your, you know, if you want a dull cup I like to supply. keep them and use them as regular right. cups later on. To serve? Right. Why not? <laughs> that is a, drink tea out of. That's a load of crap. <laughs> that's a load of crap. You throw out glass cups. I don't like that's, it. Okay. All right. Now you're adding what? Okay. Now I'm um, going to add a little bit of Tawaka. This little vanilla citrus liqueur. Nice. Just a splash. A teaspoon I put. But, you know, you can. the great thing about buying these supplies at your local BevMo is that you can tailor it to your needs. So if you like a stronger drink, I like a little bit of a stronger drink, you can add more than a teaspoon. But if you're, you know, a beginner, then a little bit less. For people who don't know, BevMo is a Specialty uh liquor store. Specialty liquor Mm -hmm. store where Monkey Rum is also launching very, very soon. Yep. I think at this point it's only in... California, Arizona, and Nevada. Washington. And Washington. Washington, yes. yes. Did you hear the publicist? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Washington. You forgot Washington. Washington. Hey, hey. Make sure you yeah, mention yeah. Washington. Yeah. I was saying that in alphabetical order. I was just about to get to Washington. I like to, you know, We're before, pausing for a fact. I like to pause before I talk about the, uh, the, the you know, that state. The... Red, the Apple State. I don't even know what they're known for. Are you going to say the Red Eye State? The Red Apple. Red Apple State. Oh, Red Apple. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, no. Okay. So to top it off, because this, these are two really sweet components, the um, Southern Comfort and the Tuaka, I'm adding a little bit of vanilla bean soda. Nice. Which isn't – it's called a dry one, and it's not too sweet at all. So Sounds you have a awesome. nice balance. Can you yeah. get that at Bedmo as well? Um, not yet. You can get a vanilla soda, okay. but not the one that's not – it's a little bit sweeter. And it okay. will taste just as good. But again, if you're looking for a balance with the sweetness, and I don't want my drinks to be too, too sweet, just a good balance. Nice. Doesn't that sound refreshing? It does sound refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> you hear <that>? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one thing before I give it to yes. you. I recommend, if you can, that you just give it a little shake, just like you would any other drink mm-hmm. to mix up the ingredients. So You're you going to roll this, right? You're not going to shake it because it's got carbonation in it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do like a little like swirl. 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 Yeah, swirl. Yeah, yeah. Roll. That's a roll. Just something to into a swirl. Evenly distribute the wow. ingredients. You know, not too fancy. Okay, nice. so there's one. That one is for all right, Josh. I'll give it to you. Yes. And then this is mine. Nice. There you go. Nice. Thank you very much. Cheers. Che- cheers. Cheers. But well, you can't hear plastic. Clicking. So you can say it. You can <laughs> say hold cheers. On, hold on. Just do it. Then. Cheers. No, that, that, someone made that noise. Here we go. Tyler. Wow. Well, that's really good. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> really good. Wow. That's incredible. Not that I'm surprised it's good. It's just you know what? way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, well, that's, that is surprising. I thought it was going to be great, but this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's really, um, wow, that's really good. I'm glad you like it. So can you imagine yourself sitting, you know, somewhere on some day? I am day somewhere. I'm somewhere right now. And is, is, is it spring? I'm somewhere. I'm in a hot office in the springtime, sipping on. So cool. What do you call this? Country comfort. Country comfort. Yeah. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Way to transport yourself somewhere. Wow. Or not. You know. I mean. Yeah. I'm go gonna ahead. be honest for a this second. Might be, is this drunk Josh talking? No, not yet. Okay. In a minute. But to make a cocktail in a fruit cup does not sound like you're gonna get a great cocktail. It sounds like, you know, you'll get something that's decent, it's good. fresh fruit. But this is a really balanced, really good cocktail. It is, it is a good cocktail. Well, I think that is the good thing, too, about the cup. You're right, because a person wouldn't initially think, like, oh, this is the perfect piece of equipment to make a good drink. But yeah. it forces you to use the proper proportions. And I think that that, as you guys probably agree, is the key to a good drink. Yes. Is having it be balanced. Not Zane. He would not agree. He doesn't use jiggers <laughs> or measuring instruments um, of any sort. But for me, the more the merrier. More yeah. alcohol, the better. Mm-hmm. But like, you really know what makes this better? Drink. is a bigger cup. Or two of them. <laughs> two of them. Mm, mm-hmm. Or three. Uh, uh, yeah. or... This is, what's amazing is we could stop drinking this because it's radio. And no one can see that we're actually continuing to drink it, but we, we are. never do that. What? Stop drinking just because it's radio. Okay, that's nice. And you have another one yeah. on deck. Yes, we have another one. This is called the Sunny Hawaiian. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which we'll have to take your word for because you have not been there recently. As no. per them, so how how do you know? You're right. You're right. I should maybe change the name unless they fly me. You just there be right like, now. look, guys, we need to have we yeah. need to have a talk. Right. I should probably go on sabbatical, take a break for a while. Are you now getting a spoon? Getting a Did you not bring me a fork, you son of a bitch? <laughs> Ow! Don't throw me now. That's nice. Yeah. And remember, if you do what we talked about, which is throw this into your knapsack, yes. bring it someplace where drinking mm-hmm. is allowed. Mm-hmm. Or not. I mean, whatever. We're not the, the, the cops or anything here. Bring a fork or a spoon because mm. otherwise I was using my fingers and that's, that's gross. like an animal. <laughs> but it's my, what's my own drink? <laughs> it's so gross. It's gross. That's really good. Mm. 
Okay, well, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay, so this is pineapple-based, and as you know, Dole has its origins with, you know, the pineapple, the Hawaiian pineapple. How do you, how, how do you know? A little research. Okay, A little it. research, but you're right. I could do more you by just, being there. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Think about it. If you were just telling this story, and you're saying, when I was in Hawaii, just think, just, like, just state, when I was in Hawaii, if you start it like that, you, like, you have my, you have my attention. I was on the beach, and I had this idea what? for a pineapple yeah, see? drink yeah. with Dole. Yes. And I was, I was Yes, exactly. Okay. I was pick, or maybe I was picking pineapples. I don't know. I don't know right. what the beach has to I do with it. I was on the beach. I've stayed in a five-star hotel just that has pineapples. Picking pineapples. Oh, you, you, oh pineapples. You, you just got done picking Which pineapples? Why you have fresh pineapples? I wanted to taste them right from the right from the plant. Yeah. And I was on the beach, and I had this great idea. So you flash froze them. Yes. And then flew them back here. On Dole's private jet. On Dole's private jet. With my friend Zane Mm -hmm. and Josh. I don't know why, but the story just went kind of down. (laughs) (laughs) It became fiction. Okay, anyway, we'll we'll, we'll eat and you can uh, tell us about this one. All right, so there is another pineapple drink in the collection of drinks that I made for Dole and for Bevmo. So I wanted to, that one has rum. So I wanted to do something a little bit different and use vodka. Because I think most people, you know, resort to vodka first when they think of a cocktail. So this is for the people who do that. So this has about an ounce of vodka in each one. Again, you can add more. And the pineapples... Leave one because I want to throw monkey rum into one. I want to try Okay, it. okay, good. Again, you can make it stronger if you want. These pineapples are so sweet. They're so delicious. I like okay. to call it vodka. Okay. It's a classy way to say it, I think. How do you say it? Really? You think v- it's V-O-K-K-A. Vodka? Hey, give me some vodka. vodka. Give me some vodka. <laughs> what kind of what kind of vodka did you? They should actually come out with a brand of vodka called vodka. Vodka. You? Give me some vodka, and then they ha- you know that you have to go for this one. You should do monkey vodka. Monkey vodka. Uh, what brand did we use? This is okay. Really- this is Blue Ice. I wanted to choose an American brand of vodka yeah. for this drink because of the Dole, the history of of Dole. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idaho potato. That's a cool bottle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay, so then we added a little bit of juice, Dole, a pineapple, and orange juice. This mm-hmm. one we're using today has a little bit of banana in it, too. Nice. Which is always delicious. So just a little splash, not too much in there. So right now we have vodka and pineapple, orange, banana juice. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going to add our... Say it right. Let's see. <laughs> We had a debate before because we've been corrected so many times. As a matter of fact, when we were in Hawaii, making things with L-Y-C-H-E-E, and some people say lychee, some people say lychee, and then, go ahead, Tyler, you found the the correct... One is the correct pronunciation in Mandarin, and the other is the correct pronunciation in Cantonese. Do you have, like, a nerd button you can hit? (laughs) That's pretty good. Okay, Okay, so lychee, we'll say for now. Okay. Mm, I say lychee. This... <laughs> just, just to be argumentative. Okay, go ahead. She's like, you know what? Oh, I, there you go. She's like, I've done this before. Like this, made these two cocktails, and it usually takes about four minutes. It's usually really quick. <laughs> right now, we're about twenty-four minutes into it. I haven't had a drink. I, I haven't been to Hawaii recently. Okay. All right. So the one thing I will warn people about this liqueur is it is very, very potent. I mean, you need like two drops, and you get the essence of this. So okay, this got is it. The one, everything else I would just say, pour away as much as you want, but this is one where I'd say, you know, really just a, like a drop. I think in the recipe for these cups, I say a fourth of a teaspoon, which as wow. you know, is like, I feel like just now I, I pour too much, That's and that was like uh, nothing. Yeah. I'll let you know. You I'm, know? Not, I'm, I'm, sure I'll let you I'm know. not afraid of it. It's good. It's very Hawaiian and you can't go tropical. Wrong with, you can't go wrong with light with those mm-hmm. the, 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 With them fruits. Okay, now so that there's was more. Part. Yes, and now a little bit of margarita mix. If nice. you can do your own, you know, homemade sweet and sour. I think that's always yeah. preferable, but we don't always have time Which, for that. Which, by the way, is uh, simple syrup and with lime juice and lemon juice. Equal parts, mm-hmm. right, for anyone home that doesn't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Just sharing. Okay. That's right. Yeah, Thanks. exactly. So if you're in the store, though, grabbing this stuff anyway, you can usually find a lot of different choices of mm-hmm. sweet and sour. So we're going to add that um, margarita mix to them just a little bit. Maybe a little bit more for this yeah. one. Okay. And now we'll mix it up. Okay. Okay, we need a little splash of, an, like, an orange liqueur. I'm You're floating grandma on top? Yeah, you can float it or mix nice. it. Nice. Do you want me to shake it, or do you like it floated on top? I'll take a float. How about you? I'll, I'll take a shake. Okay, let's do the shake. That floats classier. Hmm? The float is classier. It, it, you Historically know, speaking. I suppose. The float is classier. Is that, really? Yes. Is that a thing? Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Well, wow. yeah. So Cheers, you, right off the bat, you get the lychee. Li- yeah. oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. You know why? It tastes like a an explosion of fruit. 
It's like an amazing fruit punch. It is like a fruit punch, isn't it? Pineapple yeah. punch. That should have been the other name. You know what? Let's take Sunny off. You didn't fly to Hawaii. The new name nice. is Pineapple Punch. Pineapple Punch. You yeah, want it back? Really good. Send me there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> mm. All right, so you have other recipes. Where can people find these recipes? Uh, they can find these recipes on the BevMo site, on okay. the Dole site, um, on their Facebook page. I think that they have it. Dole does. BevMo. You what about can, you? Do you have a site? Yeah, you can have a, find on my site. Let's, this, plug, let's plug your site. Okay, it is. This girl walks into a bar. This girl walks into a bar. Dot com. Dot com. Not ellipse. Oh, I thought I was going to hear a joke. Damn it. She's got a joke for you. You want to hear a joke? I do. Okay, go ahead. You gotta have one. You don't have this a good, this girl bar. walks into a bar joke. No. Oh come on. No, you, I'm, no, that's. This girl walks I into a bar and she's like, anyway. "I'm horrible at telling jokes, so don't worry about it." Yeah, I I told one on the last podcast. And we, had to, really we had to remove it because it was so bad. <laughs> oh, here. I guess let's just try. Can we try monkey rum in one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, move this. What are we just gonna add? So this. Do you want to? Do you want to do some of the same ingredients, or what about, do you want to do? How about just a little bit? So I just put monkey rum in the pineapple, and let's just try the. Pineapple, orange, banana. Okay. Because monkey rum, and just a little bit, because monkey rum just makes everything better. And I'm not saying, saying that because it's my company. Rum is rum is hot right now. Rum is very popular. You know why? Why? Me. There Me. you go. I knew it. Okay. That's just, you get, you get it. That's just, hit it. I don't even know what to say. Now you guys. Do I have to say it's good? Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, it is really good. It was good. Now we What'd both. You put in there? Do you guys want? Did you try, I mean, we both had our mouths on it. Do you want to try it? I'll make one at home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wetted that up. That's smart. Uh, that's, that's a amazing. smart move. <laughs> I, I, I wish that I had, could, I, did that more. I like agree. said no. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. So okay. So people. So people can go to your website. Yes. And and about twelve other ones. Yeah. <laughs> I will tweet that. Okay. To about one hundred and thirty nine thousand people. If you get. Like we have six six questions. How many does she need to get? Not all six. Two. Two? Oh, no. Yeah. That is just no. Four. No, two. Four. If you get four out of these six, mm-hmm. and the topic is fruit, mm-hmm. and you should know three. Everything. Give her three. You you know what? Just you, tweet. Who cares? You don't have a lot of facts. Oh, of course I will. Otherwise oh, okay. she gets one. But I gotta put some pressure on her for the love of God. Whatever. Wait, I all feel right. like I should have shot glasses in front of me or something for these questions. Oh, like you if you lose, out. you do a shot? Yeah. You got bottles. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, these are hard. Each person in the US eats this many pounds of citrus every year. See, this is why it should only be Let two. her answer. Let the woman answer. Right. She might be a fruit expert. Well, if a woman, the average woman swallows about Seven Whoa. pounds of lip gloss a year. Not where I thought you were going with that. I thought you were <laughs> going to talk about spiders. But... <laughs> what happened? Um, let me say, how about um, 50 pounds? If you said 15. Did you say 15? I, no, I said 50. 15. Oh, no, I was, yeah, I was I trying to help 15. you out. It's 15. Jeez, what's happening? No, that's you giving it to her? No, it's, no. I gave it to no. her. How much lip gloss? Okay. British sailors used to be called limeys. For what reason? Why are they called limeys? So they didn't get like scurvy or That's whatever? Fine. They, they ate, had to eat the limes? They had citri- citrus. Citrus. So they mainly limes to prevent scurvy. Do you nice think job. they smelled like limes because they had so much I think limes. they smelled like shit and sweat <laughs> and I think it's disgusting. Okay. Sorry. No, we think about it. Like sailors in the old day, I don't mean to tank this interview. Yeah, I guess I did it again with that wet word. Pun intended or? No, but I'm just saying if you if you were on a ship for months with a bunch of guys that you couldn't shower... It's not going to smell like limes. It's not a serious question. It's not going to smell like limes. It's not a serious question. It's not going to smell like limes. Question number three. In China, this fruit is a symbol of longevity and good luck. Chinese fruit. Oh, my gosh. Chinese fruit. Um, oh, but by the way, you're not wearing headphones. You need to put the headphones on so you can see that we're playing ominous oh, music. Oh, yeah. I wonder why she wasn't oh. taking this seriously. Okay. You can't see. hear the awesome music playing. Yeah. What do you put these on? You're going to get really nervous. Okay, Chinese fruit. Yeah. Cool. Wow, the pressure's really <laughs> See, on yeah. now. Okay, Chinese fruit, Chinese then. fruit, Chinese fruit. Is there a lifeline or anything? Do you know PR? No, there's no Sure, you I, don't, I give up. If you had a lifeline, you could call someone from Georgia. Peaches. Peach is correct. <gasps> wow, I was saying, that's I was, random. I was not, this enlarged receptacle of a flower is often mistaken for a member of the fruit family. It is grown in every state in the U.S. and is a member of the rose family. It's, a f- it's not a. F- it's the receptacle of a. F- Why did we assume that she was an expert on fruit? Hey, She's look, a mixologist. You no, know, you know what's amazing about this is no matter win or lose, it doesn't matter. She's bl- gonna get blame it on Tyler. Pear oh, yeah. blossom, pear, strawberry. Oh, 
And you know what? I should have said it's one of our fruits here. Um, this citrus fruit contains more sugar than strawberries do. Oh, that's interesting. Citrus. Grapefruit? Lemons. Oh, wow. That is yeah. Did I say get four right or four wrong? Okay. If you get this right, then we're good to go. And by the way, there are clues around you. That's all I'll say. In some parts of the world, trained monkeys are used to harvest these. What are you doing? Pineapples. Oh, God. He was holding... No, it's, it's monkey Co- coconut, coconut rum. rum. Coconut. Oh, to harvest coconut rum? So, yeah... No, oh, no, amazing. no, coconut. <laughs> I need one of she those monkeys in my yard. Our rum is distilled by us. monkeys yes, exactly. in the Caribbean. Well, <laughs> the website is thisgirlwalksintoabar.com. And... and- and BevmoTastingRoom.com and Dole.com and and you know you know what we'll put it up, up on DrinkingMadeEasy.com yes and people can go there and find uh, how to make not only the pineapple punch or the or the uh, what was the punch we made uh, the sunny Hawaiian sun, sunny Hawaiian but I thought we changed it well no punch. we can't change it we can't change it. okay so they can learn how to make the blueberry vista pineapple island poquito margarita that was a blueberry vista I want to try that whoa, one whoa whoa she's got things to like blueberries she's got places to go why can't we try sunny Hawaiian which we it's had really good, country comfort really which good. we had and the sunset sangria thank I'm you very upset. much Jordan catapult thank, thank how are you upset she brought thank booze you. These drinks are well already after two drinks huh? well, come yeah. on blueberries man <laughs> what's going on man <laughs> I'm not the angry guy I'm just upset okay thank you thank you so much um good I'm glad I, I had not heard that interview before, so I'm going to assume that no one else has either. I what what is it? Regret Jeff? wearing my my sweatpants to that interview because she was attractive, and I was in sweatpants. A lot of times we don't necessarily tell Josh, and no one here told me anything when we have guests coming to the office. Josh does a lot of things here for us. He's a jack off all trades. Jack off, jack off. Yeah, I think there's a there's a jack pause. off. Okay, jack, jack off. Of. Jack, Jack of all trades. Um, you 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 shoot. You started as a camera guy. You now you also produce. Uh, you produce Chug. You produce Drinking Made Easy. You're now post production supervisor, and you're helping out with editing. And so you were. You know, I'm here a lot. Yeah. Um, and that was. I think that was actually when we were actually editing Drinking Made Easy. That's how long ago. And if it's Drinking Made Easy, I was here a lot. You were a lot. Man. You were here a lot. Um, so thank you very much to our guests, the Cake Bread Dudes. Uh, Jordan, thank you very much for coming in and like a year ago, and we forgot to air your thing. Um, uh, please, please help me out and, and help out uh, a loved one this holiday season and buy them something wonderful at drinkingmadeeasy.com. Go to the store, click on the store button there, and just clean me out. Clean me out. Just take all my stuff. One of those sells over? Uh, Christmas. Oh, okay. But... But when th- when certain things are gone, they're gone. Yeah. Like like the 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 camo hunting beer hunter hats. Like when those are gone, those are gone. So this is it. You're just you're seriously cleaning out. I, yeah, I'm not closing the store, but I, but I, I li- making I, room for new inventory. In a way, yes. If Chug gets sold, yes. Otherwise, it's it's all now considered vintage. Just clean collectors it. items. Collectors items. Go in and clean me out. Um, once the store is like completely like you know it's a dusty floor. Uh, then we'll think about what we're going to do. But but when the, those when that stuff comes in, they'll be full price. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, I, I I'm running a business here, kid. I'm not giving stuff away for what free. What are you telling me? Okay. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today on the show. Go to drinkmadeeasy.com. Go to the store. Thank you very much, Josh, uh, Casey. I'm just I'm actually just thanking you because I'm wasting time as the music finishes. Um, and I'm I'm going to go back and shoot my Nat Geo show on the next episode. Uh, is it what's on the who's the next episode, Casey? Is that the Burt Kreischer one? We did? I didn't know you did. I didn't know we had we aired that. What was it? That's a good episode. Hey everybody, go back and listen to the Burt Kreischer episode. Alright, we gotta go. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!